podcast. Today, this episode is titled Lead the Way. So I want to talk to you about something that's been on my mind uh, based on how I'm seeing people in general respond um, to you know where we are. And I get that there are lots of reasons and emotions and factors involved as to why people are responding where they are. People don't like certain things um, on on all sides, you know. It doesn't matter what it is. It doesn't matter what we're dealing with. Uh, But specifically, I want to talk to you about how uh, some people are responding, how we're responding to the requirements that are being passed down to us um, because of, you know, COVID-19. And uh, I specifically have a message for those who call themselves Christians, for those people who say they're followers of Jesus, okay? Our, our names are being called here, right? Like, it's, 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 it's our time right now to lead the way. And um, in a lot of ways, what I am seeing, or based on what I'm seeing I want to remind us of something very specific here, okay? So um, let's go back to an experience that I had specifically. I um, I guess it was March 16th, about 6 a.m. was the last time I checked into my gym, and I got a good workout and then started my day, right? Uh, COVID-19 cases were on the rise. And in the back of my mind, I knew it was only a matter of time until things were going to be shut down with these mandatory stay-at-home orders. I just didn't think it was going to happen as soon as it did. And that evening, we got a message that the gym would be closed until further notice due to the coronavirus. Now, this brought about a number of feelings of concern and anxiety and There was also some frustration because, you know, now how do I work out, right? But at the same time, it was it was a sign that, man, things are are starting to get real. Like this coronavirus stuff is starting to affect my life. Because before this point, it was something that I heard about. It was something off in the distance. It hadn't directly affected me, but now it was on you know my front porch. I mean, it was right here, and my life was now being being affected by it. And uh, so the gym remained closed for a little over two months. And then we get the notice that it would reopen on June 1st. And once again, a number of feelings came over me as I began to think about how this was going to work. And because, because well, at this point, things had changed. Things had changed within me. You know, working from home and, and isolating ourselves had done something to us. You know, all the efforts we put into doing what we were told we needed to do had an effect on us. And I became anxious and frustrated because I wanted to go to the gym, but I wasn't given enough information about how it was all going to work. And I was frustrated because I didn't feel like I could make an educated decision on whether or not I would return to the gym. And so eventually I decided that, well, I was going to have to get the information I was wanting um, by just going to the gym and seeing for myself what it was going to be like. I contacted you know, the gym. I tried to anyway. tried to contact the gym, contacted corporate, tried to do my own research and get more detailed information. I just I wasn't finding it. It just it wasn't there. And so I finally settled on the fact that, well, I'm just going to go and find out myself um, what it was going to be like. So that's what I did, right? So one morning, my wife and I got up. We went to the gym. Now, at this point, there no masks were required, but some things 
had changed. Uh, but for the most part, it was a very, just a workable situation. There were, there were, there were more cleaning stations, which is not a, not a bad thing, right? It's never a bad thing. Um, but water fountains were shut down for sanitary reasons, obviously. Um, some equipment had been relocated, but you could still use it. Um, but you know, overall I had no problems getting a good workout in just like normal. And then I think it was like the second or third day into being back at the gym. So at this point, the, I would say like the, the normal, you know, morning crowd was not as big as it was before the coronavirus. And so then about the second or third day into being at the gym, I noticed that all of a sudden the crowds just started getting a little bit bigger, more people there. And I go to a pretty big gym, so not, there was plenty of equipment, but there was a definite, definite noticeable increase in people. Um, and then the next day I noticed that the crowds had just pretty much thinned out. And I think some people were ready to maybe get back in and, and maybe they were just testing the waters to see what it would be like. And maybe they decided to just change the time they went to the gym because there was just too many people. Or maybe they just decided they weren't ready to get back into the into the gym. So but regardless, you know, ever since then, for the past few weeks, I have been able to get myself into a nice routine. And quite frankly, it's been great. Like I have adjusted to all the cleaning you know have to do in order to be courteous to others who come behind you. I'm more conscious of maintaining some space so I don't make others uncomfortable. But all in all, my workouts are just as good as ever. And then last week, the governor issued a requirement to wear masks in public spaces. And that included gyms. And man, I did not want to have to wear a mask. I don't like wearing a mask, but especially working out. I mean, how am I going to be able to breathe? And I just couldn't imagine working out with a mask on my face. I, I really did not want to do it, but I really didn't want to not go to the gym. And so I decided that it was worth trying it and seeing how it went. And again, I knew it was something I was going to have to experience, but I'm not going to lie. I was, I was dreading it. I, I did not want to do this. So my alarm goes off uh, this morning and I almost didn't go because I didn't want to wear a mask. Like I, I actually thought when I woke up, when my alarm went off, I said, maybe, maybe my wife will go and she'll be able to tell me that they're not requiring them more. If they are, then you know, she could tell me what it was like. It was it was like I was hoping the gym was somehow not requiring the mask, even though I knew they were. It's a massive corporate gym. It's not just some hole in a wall that can you know slip through the cracks here. And um, I, I really I just really didn't want to wear that mask, man. Well, after about a minute of lying there, um, I got up because I knew what I needed to do. I needed to not make that big of a deal out of something like this. You know, having having access to that gym was definitely more important to me than whether I had to wear a mask or not. So I got up. I got dressed. made it to the gym. And sure enough, <laughs> they required a mask before entering. And so I, uh, I put my New Orleans Saints face mask on and I worked out. 
Now, at first, at first it wasn't too bad, but then I got into the workout. You know, we're talking 10, 15 minutes in, and uh, heavier breathing started, and man, it started getting a little, little harder. And no, I, I was able to get some good breaths when you know needed to take a drink of water, but man, it, it was, it was uncomfortable. And then, then I started to think. I started to think like, you know, this is what it's like to train for high altitude situations. It Training with a mask on uh, can prepare you to be able to function in that kind of environment when you're not used to that, right? Um, I mean, people, you see people, people do this all the time when they're training to compete in an event um, and it's at a higher elevation and they're not accustomed to that. So they train this way to uh, help their bodies adapt to that so they're not sucking air, you know, and hooked on an oxygen machine, uh, you know, the whole time. So then I started to think that this is something that I could adjust to. It would probably take a little bit, but it's definitely doable. And I'm just not going to allow having to wear a mask to keep me from doing something that has tremendous value to me, plain and simple. Now, as long as I have access to this gym... These requirements, whatever they may be, will not keep me from using the gym. It's that valuable to me. And so I got to thinking, it, isn't that how we function with most things we want to do? Like when we want to do something, when we find value in doing that thing, we typically are willing to work around whatever it is we might have to do because we value that thing. We do this stuff all the time. Like... Every day, people who are afraid of flying get on planes so they can go visit that loved one or go on that vacation with their family or make that business appointment. Like every day, people deal with things like rush hour. And it's not because they love rush hour traffic, right? It's because they really love their job or they love where they live. Or maybe it's because, you know, their jobs uh, and where they live help them provide for their families in the way that they want to and they just think their families are worth going through all of this. And so would they prefer to not to be in rush hour? Sure. But they adapt, they adjust, and make the best of it, right? It becomes that, that time where they catch up on podcasts or they start listening to audiobooks uh, or whatever it is. Um, maybe it's a restaurant you really want to eat at, but you have to dress a certain way to get in. You know, maybe maybe you have to wear a tie, right? <laughs> now, you know, I don't think wearing a tie is that big of a deal, but before you go down downplaying having to wear a tie to some people who are not used to wearing one it can seem suffocating right however if we really want to go eat at this establishment if we we really want to eat at this restaurant what do we do we put on a tie we don't we don't we don't whine and pout and cry about it like we don't make that big of a deal over it we just do what we have to do to go into this restaurant my point is, we make adjustments, adjustments we would rather not make, but we're willing to because, well, there's something we really want to do. Now, I get sometimes the adjustments that we might have to make are not worth it and might actually reduce the experience and make it not worth the effort. I get that. You know, I have a friend who has a pretty large family and most of the restrictions that are in place right now are really hinders his family from doing most things as a family. And in his situation, trying to keep track of all the kids to make sure that they are following whatever protocols or requirements are in place 
really completely changes the experience, and it's it really not worth it. Um, you know, and they might find lots of value in, in some of these activities, but the reasons why they might value them are removed because of the restrictions. Okay, so like my gym experience, if if it gets to the point to where I can't wear a mask when I'm working out, like if I started to get really dizzy or sick, and I just I just can't work out without a, with a mask on, then I'm not going to go to the gym. Right? I have to be able to breathe. And no matter how much value I get from going to a gym, I value my ability to work out without passing out because I can't get enough oxygen to my lungs. I value that more than <laughs> more than wearing a mask. Right? And besides, I can get a workout in other ways. And if I value working out that much, I'll figure it all out. We'll adjust. I'll work through it all. Now, that's the perspective of a gym owner. And then I got to thinking, can you imagine the perspective of, I mean, that's the perspective of a gym goer. So can, now can you imagine the perspective of someone who owns the gym or owns any business? Or can you imagine the perspective of anyone who's in any kind of leadership role right now having to make decisions in this climate? Like, it's not an easy position to be in. And... I found it interesting because I came across an article that I thought was really good. It just hit it on on the head. There's something that was said here at the end of this article. Uh, it was put out by Animal Pack. And whose parent company is Universal Nutrition. They sell supplements and so forth. And it really offered a good perspective from what gyms have to do in order to reopen and keep gym goers safe. And what gym goers can do to make sure they stay healthy at the gyms. And in turn, everyone is really helping each other out. Um, now, I, I want to read to you some of that, um, some of what's said at the end of the article. And this is what it says, quote, Gym owners want to get their members back in, both for financial and non-financial reasons. Uh, this has to be done reasonably, safely, and with the concern of people frequenting the building in mind. We've been told that we're all in this together since early March. And as we reemerge from the storm, this holds true more than ever. We all have to work together to make the adjustments to our gym culture so that everyone who uses the facilities stays safe, end quote. Now, when I read this, I thought, man, this hits the nail on the head. Like, and these are things that apply across the board, right? These are things that are being done with, the, the, number one, the concern of people frequenting the building in mind. Okay, And then I love the statement when he says, we've been told that we are all in this together since early March, and that needs to hold true now more than ever. And then there was the acknowledgement that adjustments have to be made to gym culture to make this successful. I thought, man, here it is. Here it is. Here's here's the keys. Here's the principles here. You know, concern for people frequenting the building in mind. In other words, concern for other people. Now, people might say, you know, look, they're just doing this because they want to remain open and they want to make money. Okay, granted, sure. Uh, no one's, you know, negating the fact that this is a business and they're trying to make a profit. But if you're not aware of this, gyms are not necessarily that profitable of, of a business to be in, okay? Typically, when people become gym owners, they themselves are heavily into fitness and they want to encourage and help and provide a space for others to do the same. And so... Uh, especially your smaller gyms, gym owners, it's a more personal thing. You get to know these people. You get to know if you if you ever you know was a member of a, a small gym, like I have been. You get to know the owners. You get to know the workers. You get to know people there. 
And now I go to a larger corporate gym, um, but it's no different. You get to know the managers. You get to know people who work there. You get to know people who work out there. It becomes this almost like a family type thing, right? And so it's not just simply about you. There are other people involved in this. And that's not something we need to remember as well, that regardless of what's going on, you know, we have to keep others in mind as well. Okay. And then uh, the fact that it says that, listen, we have been saying that we're all in this together since early March. And we've been saying that. Uh, but, and, and that was easy to say because you were forced to stay at home. You were forced to do all of these things. And then people got tired of that, right? And so now the way we're acting is like as if I would question whether or not we were all in this together. I would question that based on some of the responses, some of the things that I'm seeing from people across the board. I would question that. I think, I think people, what it takes for us to all be in this together, I wonder if people think it's worth that. Right? And if it is, it's going to be worth something because you're going to be seeing things from not just your perspective, but you're going to be taking into consideration others as well. And so, and I think it's extremely important because as the, the statement says, as we reemerge from the storm, this holds true more now than ever, right? We all have to work together to make the adjustments. And that's, there's the third thing. We have to make adjustments to our culture, to our lives, to who we are, to how we do things, okay? Uh, it's not about going back to normal. It's about moving forward to whatever this new thing is going to be, whatever, however things are going to be. And I think that's a very helpful way of looking at this. And I thought, man, this hits the nail on the head, Okay, things are being done with the concern of people freaking the building in mind. You know, um, we <laughs> we're in this together, and adjustments have to be made to culture. Now, again, while this statement is about a gym, I think it's something that everyone should apply to themselves because it is keeping others in mind as we navigate this. We are in this together whether we agree with how things are being done or not. We are in this together regardless of what political lines we typically draw. We are in this together regardless of which doctors or scientists we like to listen to. We are in this together regardless of what statistics or what news channels we listen to. We are in this together because it's dependent upon each of us to play a role and do a part. And how we respond to these things and keeping in mind others around us. Now, regardless of what side you fall on, regardless of how you feel things are being done, no one will be able to look at my gym and claim they do not have people's best interest at heart. Because they are doing everything they're being told they need to do in order to put people's best interests first. Even if you don't believe you need to social distance or wear a mask or whatever else, if you look at what they have in place, you will not be able to claim negligence. Even if you think they don't have to do all this, you might think what they're doing is extreme or absurd. And that's fine, but you will not be able to claim they don't have the interest of others in mind. Now, I got to thinking, if my gym did nothing, if my gym decided it was business as usual and took no precautions, you could claim negligence. You could claim that they are only concerned about pocketbook and not the membership's real health. You could say they do not have others' interest in mind, only their own, because this is the message that they would be sending. 
That reminds me of a section of scripture in James 2. And a principle that I think would be good for us, especially those who call themselves Christians. And I think it would be good for us to remember. It's scriptures essentially that say, hey, you can say you have faith, but saying you have it doesn't mean you have it. Show me your faith without action, without doing something, because it can't be done. And when push comes to shove, your real faith will be demonstrated. Now, that's essentially what's said in a nutshell. Now, the principle that I want to put out here is this. You can say what you want. You, You can claim whatever you want to claim. But your actions speak louder than words. Okay? Our actions demonstrate to the world who we really are as people. Our actions have the power to mute everything we say. We, we might say things like, we're all in this together. We, we might say things like, we consider others' interests above our own. We, we might say things like, we have others' best interests at heart. We can say these things all day long. And they're easy to say when you don't have to prove it. But now... Now we are in moments where our actions clearly demonstrate more than ever how we really feel and whether or not our words are meaningful or just empty. And I can tell you that as a disciple of Jesus, I don't want anyone to be able to look at me and think I don't have others' interests, best interest at heart. And even though they may not like or agree with the decision that I make, I don't want them to be able to say, I don't have others' best interests in mind. And as difficult as it is at times, especially right now, I want to make sure that the actions I take, what I do, lines up with what I say. If it is indeed the case that I say these things, like we're all in this together and consider others more than yourself. Consider, you know, have others' best interests at heart or that I'm willing to do whatever it takes, right, to demonstrate that love to others around me. Now, I got to thinking, if gym owners can do it, we can do it. If gyms can do it, churches can do it. If gym members can do it, surely Christians can do the same. In fact, shouldn't we be leading the way?